Yo, what's up? What's up, Torn? What's going on, man? Long time no chat, bro. What's up with you? Are you excited for um, Strickland and uh, Hermanson? <clears throat> All right, let me see. Um, Torrent says, I was thinking they can add Tony Ferguson versus Michael Chandler to the UFC 274 card. <clears throat> Damn, that, that might not be a bad idea. Let me look at that card right quick. Let me see. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, all right. So that one, they have uh, Oliveira versus Gaethje. Who else is on that card? That'd be pretty crazy, bro. Uh, let me see. Yeah, okay. So that one, that one, they have uh, Teixeira versus Prohaska for the light heavyweight uh, title. They got Oliveira versus Gaethje for the light heavyweight title. All right, yeah, bro. That'll be that'll be a really good addition because. I mean, they don't have. It's not like a lot of name, name, big name, uh, big name dudes like that fights. So adding that third one would be pretty, pretty nice. I agree with you, man. That'd be a, that'd be a great addition. Torrance says, "Not, not really. It's only uh, two title fights. Yeah, yeah. Two seventy four is only two title fights, <clears throat> and not a lot of big names." Um. Yeah, Hermanson versus Strickland. I don't know, bro. Like, are you are you like a fan of uh, Sean Strickland at all, bro? Or 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 does like his antics and craziness like turn you off? Because I like Jack Hermanson, man. Jack Hermanson is like super cool. Um, it's a very very nice guy. I'm a fan of Jack Hermanson. Sean Strickland. Eh, I mean, he's entertaining because he's so kind of crazy, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. I really don't know how to take the guy. I don't know if he's legitimately <laughs> freaking insane like that or he's just like hamming it up for attention. But I don't know. Some stuff he says is like is off the wall. <clears throat> he's a pretty good fighter, though. I mean, he's he's pretty solid. Like he's pretty tough. Um, He's definitely formidable. The guy's like on a five fight win streak. <clears throat> Torrance says, um, I like Strickland, <clears throat> but this fight doesn't interest me. Why, man? You just think it's going to be boring or um, the actual, the the competitors don't really, really do it for you. Like it doesn't, doesn't really mean much. <clears throat> I was reading some comments from Jack Hermanson. He was saying that he... Uh, He's a he's a great test for like Israel Adesanya. Like he feels like he matches up well with him. And um <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. When I read that, I was like, uh, like I like you, Jack Hermanson, but man, I think Izzy would just smoke him, bro. Like pretty much with ease. <laughs> Doesn't really mean much. <clears throat> yeah, I feel you, man. It's um it's just like I guess it's just a fun fight. It's a fight for them to just to kind of put on, <clears throat> dude. What do you think about Francis and the UFC? That whole situation, man. <clears throat> Personally, like I think it's kind of sad. Um, <clears throat> you know, Francis leaving the UFC, like winning the heavyweight belt, not winning, excuse me, defending the true heavyweight belt. Um. Him him leaving like that is a huge black eye to the UFC. It's just like a super bad look for them. 
it's like they they have to come to terms um it's it's sad you know i was looking at francis's like his pay scale and if the numbers are accurate this dude is making 500k as a as a ufc heavyweight champ <clears throat> i mean he's a big attraction too he's like the mike tyson of mma and like i don't know what his pay-per-view numbers are but francis Ngannou's pretty well known at this point <laughs> And, you know, I, I get it. I mean, when you sign a contract, the contract is a contract, you know, um, you could get famous like after you sign a contract and, you know, your first two fights, you're not a big deal and you got three more fights in your contract. And then by the third, you're really famous. You're bringing eyes to the sport and you're still getting paid kind of peanuts, you know. Um, so, you know, I, I get Francis's gripes. But like a contract is a contract. Um, but, you know, then again, the UFC could pretty, they could do what they want is their contract. They could rip it up and just make a new one and pay this man more. So <clears throat> I don't know. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't think they treated Francis well, you know, overall, like definitely some, some malark malarkey going on there. They kind of stalled them out. You know, I don't like it. Uh, let me see. Torrance says Usman said he could beat Jan. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I don't know if he's big enough, man. I don't know if he's big enough. <clears throat> a lot of times, like, I'm not going to say size doesn't matter, but like a, a, a person could be smaller than somebody else and technically be stronger. Like that, that's definitely like a real thing. Usman might be like just a super strong dude like that. And, um, <clears throat> but I think for light heavyweight, he's always going to kind of be like at a disadvantage physically. I mean, some of those guys are like really big. Can he beat, can he beat Jan Blahovich? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do I think he's a better fighter than Jan? I think he is. I think he's more skilled. Um, you know, like overall, like what he brings to the table, how, how he competes, how dominant he is. He's definitely more dominant than Jan Blahovich, but <clears throat> I don't know if he could beat him at light heavyweight. Oh, we got Cayman in the room. What's up, Cayman? Cayman says, um, <clears throat> for some reason, I can't pick Strickland to win. I think by the weigh-ins, Jack looked like a stronger dude based on core muscularity and thickness. And I think once he gets a body lock, Strickland feels the strength. Yeah, I mean... I thought that Sean Strickland was like more like brutishly stronger, but I may be wrong, man. Jack Hermanson probably has that freakish grappler strength and he does have a wrestling background. Um Damn, what what country is um Jack Hermanson from again? Is he from Sweden? I know he was like a national champ or something like that, I think. Maybe it wasn't Sweden, but is it Norway? I forgot. <clears throat> but uh yeah no doubt no doubt uh jack hermanson is a strong dude <clears throat> all right let me see what other comments we have all right torrent says sweden okay he's from sweden yeah i knew he was from sweden oh, i can't scroll with this damn thing torrent says john jones said he's down to fight stipe yeah i saw that bro i saw that Truthfully, man, I'm so sick of John talking. I like I, I really am, you know, <clears throat> making all these posts and stuff like that. And 
it's like, dude, if you're going to fight, just fight. Like, I'm so sick of hearing about heavyweight and who he thinks he could beat and who's he going to fight. It's like, just fight, bro. <laughs> just just take the plunge, go to heavyweight, and just fight. Um, Stipe is a good fight for him. I think it's very winnable. Um, they're, like, roughly around the same size. I think Stipe is definitely the more, like, natural heavyweight. But they're right around the same size because, like, when John... Um, you know, when he's not cutting to light heavyweight, I think John was walking around at like 225, 230, uh, probably probably like 235 at times. And now that he's trying to be a, a legitimate heavyweight, I know it was it was reported he was walking around at 250, you know, 250 something. So <clears throat> they're right around the same size. And um, I think John matches up well with him. You know, Stipe's probably going to have the power advantage on the feet. The wrestling, I, I'm personally going to give it to John. Um, <clears throat> I think John's a better grappler overall. I think um, I think Jones could, um, you know, take Stipe down. I'll wrestle him and, um, you know, do some damage on the ground and stuff like that with the ground and pound. And he, he's just a better grappler to me. But Stipe, Stipe definitely, I think, has that knockout power on the feet. And if it stays standing, it'd be pretty interesting. I just, I don't view John as having like knockout power like that. <clears throat> I don't really think that's going to translate to heavyweight either. <clears throat> Torin says, um, Usman's six feet tall. Yeah, he might be a little bit um, undersized for like heavyweight, you know, because some of the, most of those dudes I think are like over six feet. They're like six foot two, um, you know, some a lot bigger than that. <clears throat> Kamis says honestly John just doesn't look good physically at heavyweight body he looks very blown up like a big bit fatter no I agree bro it's it's a big difference like if you look at Cyril Gaon and you look at um Francis Ngannou like they're like thick muscular heavyweights you know it's not like fluff like he really does look like he put on extra weight and it's not like dense functional muscle. But, you know, if you look at guys like Fedor, like Fedor is, um, you know, he was considered a smaller heavyweight. I think Fedor was like 5'11 or 6 feet tall um, in his prime. And, uh, you know, Fedor was like a burly dude. He was thick, but he, he definitely had some fluff on him. But, man, I don't even think John looks like Fedor, like... <clears throat> Fader had like thick arms. I mean, he looked like a heavyweight. And um John, yeah, man, I gotta agree. John looks he looks soft. He looks soft at heavyweight. He really does. I don't know if um that's gonna hurt his speed. Um, you know, he might not be as explosive, um, might hurt his cardio. Cause it's like if you have just like fluff weight, you know, it's not muscle, you have to move that weight around. So <clears throat> he might have to take more time to put on proper heavyweight muscle, you know, but I don't know, maybe his skill, maybe his skill will like more to make up for it. I mean, we'll have to see what happens at heavyweight. Um, I don't think it's like a foregone conclusion that he does really well at heavyweight and dominates. You know, a lot of people do think that, that John's going to come in like the light heavyweight John. I don't necessarily think that. I mean, it's like a big question mark with him at heavyweight. We we just don't know. How's he going to look? <clears throat> Can he take those heavyweight shots, you know? I know John has a chin, 
but you know um <clears throat> he he definitely was running from those santos uh strikes and he was running from them reyes strikes so at heavyweight we'll, we'll see we'll see <clears throat> i i honestly think that francis and sirogan will give john like major freaking problems i don't know how you guys feel but yeah i'm not saying those fights are not winnable for him but i think i think francis and cyril gonna give him a lot of issues tony says uh uh torn not tony <laughs> torn says people better stop counting out tony ferguson against michael chandler <clears throat> i hope tony wins man that'll be amazing because Michael Chandler's not a walk in the park. I think the dude is still very dangerous. He's super tough. He's powerful. I I think he's definitely deserves to be in the top 10, you know, pro- probably deserving to be in the top five. And uh, he, he's, he was almost champ. He almost stopped uh, Charles Oliveira in the first round. So, you know, that says a lot. Um, Poirier didn't have Charles in trouble like that, you know, not to that extent. And, and Chandler almost got him out of there. So... Um, Chandler is definitely dangerous and Tony, Tony's a fan favorite. Tony's a legend. I love the dude. Um, huge, big, huge Tony Ferguson fan. And I don't want to see Tony go out like that. I don't want to see him take a beat down, you know, um, nothing against Michael Chandler, but I'm definitely rooting for Tony. I I really am. Wouldn't it be crazy if Tony goes on another run? Imagine, imagine if Tony somehow just just figures some some more things out and fine tunes his game and and gets rededicated and like turns the clock back a little bit and goes on another another freaking run. That'll be that'll be amazing. The guy's definitely already to me a Hall of Famer. I think Tony's one of the best fighters to do it. All right, let's see here. Um. Torrance says Stipe has longer reach than John Jones. Usually struggles with with guys who are taller and longer than him. <clears throat> Just look back at Dominic Reyes' fight. He caused problems for Jones because he was taller. Yeah, I think there's definitely a pattern with John Jones fighting guys <clears throat> that have similar reach to him. I, d- I do think he has um, bigger issues. All right, let me see here. Kamen says... Um, yeah, even Cyril Gan because Engano had freak strength against Gan in the grappling. John John though will not be stronger than Cyril. I don't think so. I don't think so. Cyril Gan is a big dude. He's a big, athletic, strong guy. I mean, Francis did that because it was Francis. You know, I don't really think anybody else is doing that to Cyril Gan. Um, Cyril Gan would just pick John apart on the feet. I, I do not think Jones beats Cyril Gan standing. That's for damn sure. <clears throat> Torrance says, um, <clears throat> Ferguson's been training with Freddie Roach. I believe we will see major improvements in his stand-up. I believe he'll move his head against Chandler. He has to, bro. <clears throat> if he comes in with that crazy style where he tries to like take two to give one, <clears throat> or take one to get two, excuse excuse me, I'm like screwing up. <laughs> Takes one to give two or three. If he comes in with that style against Chandler, he may, he, he's, he may not be able to take the one. <laughs> Michael Chandler hits super hard. Um, that would be a bad idea. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I think um, definitely Tony has to have that head movement. 
he got to change his style up a little bit. The the crazy thing about Tony is that Tony actually has a lot of power. I think he has like 10 or 11 knockouts on his resume. <clears throat> and I think some of those definitely are TKOs, but um, he's definitely, he's dropped some guys. He's definitely dropped some guys and he's flat out knocked them out on the feet. And he's just, he's just a heavy handed dude. Like he's not big physically like that, like thick, you know, thickly muscled, but Tony got some, some cinder blocks for hands. He got big fists. Same, same thing with Connor. Connor got like abnormally big fists for a size. And, uh, when Tony lands on you, man, he, he cracks you, man. He rings your bell. So, um, he can knock Chandler out. I mean, that's, that's not anything that's, that, that should shock anybody if Tony knocks him out on the feet. <clears throat> Definitely can. Cayman <clears throat> says Stipe does not have longer reach than John Jones, though. But the reach is more similar than Reyes. Reyes, John. <clears> hmm. <throat> yeah, doesn't John have um I don't know if he has the the longest reach in the UFC. I think I think the longest reach on record. He's retired now, but it was um Stefan Strew. I think Stefan Strew had the longest reach, and John I think is like eighty three and a half, or maybe he's eighty four. I don't remember, but he's got freakish freaking reach. <clears throat> Cayman says, "Yeah, Tony can for sure hurt Chandler. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, that uppercut that he hit." Um, Justin Gaethje, it was crazy, man. Like that punch alone would have knocked out a lot of dudes. I mean, he caught he called Gaethje real real clean with that uppercut. I think it was an uppercut if I remember. <clears throat> Kamen says, "Who would win a, a person with a knife versus Brock Lesnar?" Um, it depends how big the person is. I mean, if it's a uh, Uberim, like <laughs> a dude that big with a knife, I mean, I'm probably gonna go with the uh, Uberim with a knife. But if it's like an average sized guy, like let's say 170 pounds, 180 pound guy with a knife, um, it also depends on the knife and how skilled the person is with blades if they have any training. But let's just say like an average person that doesn't really have knife skill like that with, um, let's say a butcher knife. <clears throat> um, honestly, I still think Prime Brock would overpower the person and take the knife from them and just beat this beat the hell out of beat the hell out of them i would take prime 280 pound brock versus a, a random dude with a knife now if you put the knife in like tim kennedy's hands um who's a special forces guy i mean that's definitely a different story and tim kennedy's not like small so tim kennedy definitely got some strength in him he's a he's a gorilla <clears throat> Torrance says a lot of people don't know Ferguson rolls out a lot of punches. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing too. Like when you're watching things in real time, a lot of punches seem like, and kicks, they seem like they're doing a lot more damage than what they are because guys are like going with the strikes. And when you're watching it in real time, it looks like their head is getting rocked, like snap back or or sideways. But really, like you said, Torrance, they're just kind of going with it, which takes a lot of, um, you know, excuse me, takes a lot of power out of the shots. Um, <clears throat> I definitely noticed Tony doing that. He definitely does that. <clears throat> I wish he did more of that in the Gaethje fight. 
it seemed like in the Gaethje fight, I don't know what the hell happened. I mean, I don't know if Tony got rocked and then it kind of compromised like his thinking and fighting ability in that fight. <clears throat> and in the Benil Darius fight, um, I really, I really don't know what happened. I mean, I definitely think Tony is. Isn't isn't Benil like a um, world class grappler though? I think he won like ADCC or something like that. But <clears throat> I don't know. That just wasn't a good performance for Tony. I mean, I definitely think Tony could beat Benil, like prime Tony. Um, and um, Oliveira, same thing. I, I mean, I definitely think Tony at his best could have beat Charles, but I don't know, man. I, I really hope Tony's not just like really past his prime like overnight. I mean, I keep saying it. I think that Gaethje fight took so much out of him. <clears throat> Torrance says if people actually paid attention in that Darius fight, Ferguson was moving well offensively on the feet. I got to rewatch that fight, man. I got to rewatch that fight. <clears throat> Torrance says, call me crazy, but I still believe Ferguson could beat McGregor. Uh, I think, I mean, Tony got a shot. Tony got a shot. Um, the blueprint to beat Connor, I think a lot of people understand it now is, you know, you have to tire Connor out. You have to survive the first couple of rounds. And I feel like <clears throat> even if you make it out of the first round, I think your, your chances to beat Connor like greatly improve. Especially if you're like durable to begin with. I feel like after the second round with Connor, um, you know, he kind of like, I don't know if fades is the right word, but he's not as effective and dangerous. And it's, I don't know if it's a conditioning thing. Um, somebody was talking about this. I don't know if it was, was it Joe Rogan? I really don't remember. It may have been Faraz Sahabi, but he was saying that basically um, Connor's um, physiology, like just the way his body makeup is and his structure and his fight style, um, he burns a lot of energy because it's very like darting in and out and like explosiveness. And it kind of makes sense because that, that kind of like fight style definitely requires a lot of power. And you know, he's a, he's more effective in the earlier rounds because he has like a full gas tank and full explosion. And then once you drag him into deeper waters, like he really doesn't have that as much. So definitely, I mean, that's why Charles Oliveira could beat him as well. Prime Tony definitely had a shot to beat Connor. So <clears throat> guys like Habib is just a bad matchup for him. Usman's a bad matchup for him as well. That's just, that's just based off of like um, how they're built, how their cardio is, how their conditioning is, you know, how their grind is in a fight and their fight style. Cayman says, uh, Robert Whitaker sounds so hungry and motivated. Yeah, man, I do notice there's something with Whitaker this time around. Like the confidence level is just oozing. Yep, yep, I noticed that. Kamen says, so is Izzy, but something about Whitaker seems like he has completely let go of his loss. <clears throat> yeah, I know what you're saying, man. I know what you're saying. Like, sometimes you look at guys and they have, like, a loss to somebody, and it seems like it's fake confidence. Almost like they're talking to themselves and, and talking themselves up to to win the fight, but... 
like like you said, man, I'm not really getting that from Whitaker. Like it seems like Whitaker definitely, you know, chalks that loss up to just a bad night and a bad performance, bad game plan, bad fight IQ. <clears throat> and yeah, it doesn't seem like he's holding on to it. It really seems like he does believe that he's better than that. Like he truly believes he's the more well-rounded fighter. And another thing that's in Whitaker's favor is, you know, it really seems like he has an understanding um, of what he did wrong. And, you, you know, like the 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 understanding that he is a more, more well-rounded fighter, you know, is going to be really helpful to him because I don't think he's just going to try to stand and beat Izzy on the feet this time. I think he's going to mix it up a lot more and check his ego at the door because flat out, I don't know how you guys feel, but I do feel like Izzy is just better standing. I think he's <clears throat> he's slightly more skilled. So for Robert to and you know, and you know, on the flip side, I think Whitaker's just more more well rounded. So um, you know, it's gonna be wise for Whitaker to mix it up and uh and attack Izzy where he's weaker. And not to say that Adesanya has terrible grappling, because he really does not. And he doesn't have bad takedown defense at all. But uh, Whitaker's just a more complete fighter to me. So we'll we'll see what happens. But if Robert... Like, first of all, I don't think Izzy has a conditioning issue. So that avenue is going to pro- probably be out the window, the cardio avenue for Whitaker. He's not going to tire him out. <clears throat> um, as far as the grappling and the ground and pound... Izzy's not a walk in the park to take down, you know. Um, Robert got good takedowns. I mean, he's not an elite takedown artist to me. So it's going to be challenging for him to get inside, to get inside of Izzy's range and his reach and his distance management. It's going to be very dangerous for him. But if he can't, if he gets past Izzy's, you know, line of defense standing, gets into that uh, takedown zone, um, it's still going to be challenging to get him down. And um, yeah, if he can't get if he can't get Adesanya down, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough night for Robert Whitaker. I tell you that. But it, the first round is gonna tell us a lot. Like if he manages to get Adesanya down in the first round, that's gonna say a whole lot. It's kind of like when Connor fought Habib. You know, that first round, the first minute, told us pretty much how that fight was gonna go. And everybody was thinking, at least I remember thinking when I'm watching that, I said, okay, if Habib can't take Connor down, he's going to have a big problem. But if he takes Connor down in the first round and early, he's he's going to just duplicate that and Connor's going to have a bad freaking night. So if Whitaker takes Izzy down early, pff, yeah, gr- big chance he wins that fight. But if he can't, hmm, if he can't take uh, Adesanya down, my money will probably be on Adesanya taking that fight again. Wouldn't that be something, though, if Whitaker, like, without takedown, somehow, like, figures something out on her feet and outstrikes Adesanya? That'll be freaking nuts. All right, let me scroll uh, through some of these comments. Let me see. Torrance says, um, I know I asked this a lot, but Ferguson outmatched on the feet against McGregor. Like, do you do you think Tony can get his hands on McGregor standing? Um I mean 
yeah, I mean, I don't think Tony's defense defenseless on a feet at all. I mean, I definitely think he can touch Connor. He got he got the the power in his hands to knock Connor out and hurt him. You know, I mean, I think Connor's better on the feet, like at least right now. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but the Tony that that we've been seeing lately, I mean, I I definitely give the edge in stand up to Connor right now. But you know, I don't think Tony would be. You know, um, I don't think it'll be a total mismatch like Connor versus uh, Ferguson. You know, Tony definitely offers some kind of threat on the feet and definitely on the ground. <clears throat> Tony says, I remember when you made a prediction on Tony Ferguson and Connor McGregor. You said Tony would have to wrestle Connor. I disagree. I believe Ferguson can make it a fight standing with McGregor, too. Yeah, dude. I mean, maybe, maybe prime Tony. I I don't I don't know what's going on with him. Um, the way he's been getting tagged lately, like I don't really have the confidence in him like that to stand and trade with Connor. But, um, I made that video a while ago. I don't even think Tony was losing like that. Um, but just the fact that Tony gets hit a lot on the feet, you know, it kind of made me question. You know how that how that fight would play out standing, but the tone the Tony that fought fought Pettis was um that dude was on fire, man. That dude that dude looked amazing. If you take that Tony Ferguson versus Connor, that's a different story. Kamen says it's a tough fight for Whitaker, but it does feel like his mind is in the right place. Yeah, man, for sure. Torrance says I can't picture Tony Ferguson getting knocked out cold or Max Holloway. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, they both have pound for pound historic chins, but every chin cracks at some point. And uh, these guys keep getting hit like that. Eventually, someone will will hurt them really bad, you know. Um, other other granite chins, BJ Penn. BJ Penn was another one. And um, but BJ Penn towards the end, like. You know, on this like what seven eight fight losing streak, he got dropped. Man, he got dropped by um, who stunned him on the feet? Um, Yarir. Yep, I think it was Yarir Rodriguez. Like hurt him on the feet. I don't remember if he dropped him or not, but um, <clears throat> who else hurt him? I, I remember um, Nick Diaz stumbled him, but uh, BJ BJ definitely had a crazy chin as well. Let me see. Kamen says, yeah, that's the thing. Robert is not like a big dude like Jan or physically as imposing. Yeah, that's the thing, man. A lot of people were talking about that as well, Kamen. They were saying that, um, you know, it's easier said than done when Whitaker was, when when he said that Jan showed the blueprint to take out Asanya down, but, but Jan is a lot bigger. You know, he's a big, heavy dude, so it definitely makes a difference. Can Whitaker hold him down like that? I'm not sure. <clears throat> Torrance says, can we be honest here for a minute? Didn't the UFC protect Conor McGregor from the tough fights like Justin Gagey, Tony Ferguson? I don't know, man. Honestly, I can't answer that. I have I have no, no idea what really happened with the negotiations. I remember seeing stuff from Conor, like disputing all that. So I don't know. I don't know. I personally don't think that Connor ducks people. I don't I don't think the dude is afraid of anybody like that, but that's just me. Thomas Ingle says Rory. 
Uh, Kamen says, man, Adesanya is so slick. He is, man. He really is. Kamen says, I also study a lot Adesanya's technique, technique, techniques when training. Mm. Yeah, he's very, very talented on the feet. Torrance says, what if that was Tony Ferguson fighting Conor McGregor that night at UFC 246? Do you think he would have done Ferguson the same way he did Cerrone? <clears throat> if he would have done Ferguson the same way he did Cerrone at, what was that, at 170? Mm, no, nah, I, I, I think Ferguson's more durable. I definitely think, I mean, Cerrone's been in some crazy wars, but if you're talking about durability, I mean, I definitely think Tony is way more durable than Cowboy. And, um, I don't think he, I don't think Connor would have took out Ferguson like that. I mean, if he was going to stop Tony, it would, it would, it would take a lot more than that. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <clears throat> But yeah, I'm excited for that Whitaker out of Sonya fight. Um, when's that coming up? Let me look this up right now. Isn't that like in a couple of weeks? Let me see. I'm gonna I'm pulling it up, pulling it up right now. So that one, let me see. Whitaker versus Adesanya 2, uh UFC 271. <clears throat> let me see, let me see. I should have just typed in upcoming UFC events. Hold on one sec, guys. Uh, <clears throat> upcoming UFC fights. <clears throat> so, of course, this weekend's UFC Fight Night Strickland Hermanson. 271. Damn, what the hell? They're not showing. Oh, they are. They are. Um, February 12th. February 12th. At 10 p.m., the main car starts. Oh, man. I totally forgot. That's actually a decent card. We got... Um, Adesanya versus Whitaker for the belt. We got Derek Lewis versus Tai Tuavasa. That's freaking crazy. Somebody's getting knocked out in that fight. That's for damn sure. We have um, Jerry Cannonier versus Derek Brunson. That's a good fight. Um, I think Cannonier is going to take that one, but we'll see. Kyler Phillips versus Marcelo Royo Rojo. Bobby Green versus Nasrat. Uh, Hak Hakparast. Probably not even pronouncing that right, but okay, that's that's a that's a decent card. Oh, Thomas was mentioning. Okay, I'm sorry, Thomas. Uh, by the way, man, thank you so much for hopping on the live. Thomas was mentioning Rory because Rory, um, stunned BJ. Yes, man. Yes, I totally forgot about that, bro. Thank you so much for um chiming in with that. Yeah, that was a bad fight. <clears throat> like BJ took so many fights that he probably shouldn't have and <clears throat> when he was in his prime he actually did so well. Uh you know, even fighting freaking Lyoto Machida like a light heavyweight, he made it to decision which was freaking insane, but you know, your body can only hold up for so long and you know, as he got older, you know, the wear and tear and age, I mean, he just couldn't, you know, he couldn't win those uphill battle fights and Rory's always been like a bigger, a bigger dude at welterweight, like a good sized welter. And uh, BJ was like, he was very undersized in that fight and Rory put it on him and just like a style and skill matchup as well. Like, I'm not saying that Rory's a more skilled fighter than BJ at his best, but um, like, I think BJ's a more skilled fighter to be honest, but um, Rory's skills are like elite enough that with the size difference and then with BJ slowing down, it was it was just like a one-sided beatdown. It was pretty sad. I hated seeing that. <clears throat> 
Thomas Engel says, thanks, brother. No, thank you, my man. Thank you, brother. Thanks for hopping in and, um, you know, dropping in some input, man. You are the man, my guy. Um, Torrance says, I don't know, Slam. Remember Connor said he would step in at UFC 249 for whoever pulled out. Habib pulls out. All of a sudden, Connor isn't a replacement. He only said that because it was Ferguson smell fear. I don't know, man. All all I know is uh, Tony at his prime um, definitely could beat Connor. That's, That's for damn sure. Like... Tony Ferguson at his best, it was a beast. He definitely was a beast. I would I would definitely put Tony, you know, um he's up there for for as far as being a threat to people in the division at his at his very best. Uh let me see. Camus says next week. Uh let me see. Yeah. What else is going on in the MMA world? Um we got Francis in the UFC having issues. <laughs> Francis might be done. Uh, what else is going on out there? We got um, you guys see Jorge uh, claiming that he has um, some kind of like an ex- like he, uh, some video. He's gonna expose Kobe Covington. I don't really know what that means. He's calling this calling him like Judas Covington. Um. I'm waiting for that video to drop because I want to see what Jorge like has to say or what he has to show. Uh, I'm actually excited for that fight because I think it's a really cool grudge match. It, it's got a good backstory to it. So we'll see what happens. <clears throat> I'm definitely not sleeping on Jorge. I think Jorge has the he's has he has the ability and the skill. And and the danger factor to win that fight, but I don't know if he I don't know if he is. I mean, Colby Colby is kind of like a bad matchup for him, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, I personally think that Jorge's more dangerous standing, but Colby could very well just drown Masvidal. You know, he could just put that that pace on him, that pressure. And as much as everybody, I'm not gonna say everybody, a lot of people don't like Colby because he's a he's a big time troll. But as much as people don't like Kobe Covington, he's a really great fighter, man. That dude is super tough. You know, <clears throat> he's super tough. He's very skilled. Um, I would say he's the second best in the division. Kamen says, do you think Paulo Costa is 250 pounds at his heaviest? <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I really don't know. I mean, maybe 250 is a stretch. He's a muscular guy. He's pretty big, but when I look at him, you know, they used to list his height at like six three. I don't, I don't even think he's six foot three. He's probably like six foot one, six foot two. As far as like two fifty, uh, I don't really think he's two fifty at his heaviest. He's probably like when I saw him like blown up, like I would believe. I mean, I would believe two thirty five, two forty. You know, but 250 of like muscle, I don't know. I don't know. That seems kind of like like a stretch for him. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm like misgaging that, but I don't think he's 250 pounds at his, at his heaviest, like in shape, just like jacked, you know? I'm thinking like 235, 240. <laughs> what do you guys think? I mean, <clears throat> even still cutting to middleweight from that size is freaking insane. It's freaking crazy. Torrance says that press conference between Jorge and Kobe is going to be lit. So much is going to be said. I know, man. I know. It's 
you know, it's a, it's a it's a great fight. I think it's it's great for the sport. It's going to bring a lot of attention to the sport, a lot of eyeballs. It's exciting. These guys are going to go out there and they're going to try to beat each other to hell. Like, you know that because they don't like each other, <clears throat> you know. So I'm excited for it, definitely. Torrance says, if, you, if you're going to hate on Colby and not like him, you got to feel the same way about Conor McGregor as well. He's also a big troll. Those are facts. Those are facts. Connor's definitely a troll. Um, Torrance says, I don't know who's the biggest troll, Connor or Colby. Um... I don't know, man. I really don't. They both say some stupid stuff. Like, like Conor McGregor, like, like Colby's disappointed me because I think he's definitely went too far, you know, certain instances with the whole, you know, antics and stuff like that. But um, you could say the same for Conor. I mean, the stuff Conor was saying to Poirier and his family after the fight was ridiculously on call for i mean the dude should have got some kind of a repercussion for that some kind of suspension i mean that's ridiculous man like i know a lot of these guys say like they don't mean to be role models for people and like young young kids growing up but i'm sure i'm sorry like when you're famous and you have you know a platform like that um you by default you're kind of like you 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 know, um, you're like a, I'm not going to say like a role model, but you're, you're a person that younger people look up to and then seeing Connor act like that and seeing the things he, you know, he said, it's, it's very disappointing. It's a black eye in the sport. It makes him look bad. <clears throat> you know, it's just crazy, man. And then a lot of the things he's done, I mean, I'm not trying to judge the guy because, Honestly, like we're all guilty or some of something. Everybody's not everybody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, I should say. So, but yeah, you know, it's definitely disappointing. I was definitely a fan of Connor, not the antics, uh, him as a fighter, but it's it's hard to like support guys when they act like that. You know, he's definitely been out of control for like a while. <clears throat> Torrance says Dominic Cruz is a logical troll when he talks smack. It's with facts. He, yeah, man, that's true. That's true. Cruz is a good man. He's a good shit talker. Like Cruz is good. I feel like Usman had some great moments against Colby when he was like, "I broke your face. I broke your face." And then Colby just like blew a fuse. That was freaking funny. Uh, when Usman was um talking smack to Willie in that press conference. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <clears throat> anyway, guys, um, it's been about 50 minutes, close to an hour. Um, it's like past 10 here. So I'm going to call it a night. Uh, I'll see if I get on another live or two this weekend. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. We'll see what happens. We have the event tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, Hey guys, thank you so much for hopping in. Like always, super appreciative. Um, really mean that from the bottom from the bottom of my heart. You guys rock. So I will catch you guys on the next live. Please take care of yourself and I'll talk soon. All right. Later, guys. <clears throat>